0: This is a recording of the Shabbos Shuvah Drashah, Hashazinu Tav Shem I would like to begin by telling you about a question that the Sultan Rav was asked in the Vayel Moshe. He was asked about the Shalash He was asked why. The Shol Shavuos doesn't appear in Shulchanach. Why it doesn't appear in the Torah. And you might ask, what does the Shol Shavuos have to do with Shabbat I'll get to that. I would like to provide some context for a joke. And in order to understand the joke, you have to have a bit of context. So the context is this. Satmarav is asked why is it that the Sholashvot does not appear in the Shulchan Arach? if the Sholashvot is the Hele Gishita, if the Sholashvot is right that it takes away it cancels the mitzvah Yisrael, then why isn't it in the why isn't it in the Torah says the Satmarav because the Shochan and the Torah they only deal with practical halacha since they don't deal with halacha that was only relevant during the times of the Beit HaMikdash Therefore, there was no need to write about it. They never contemplated that there would be a question of having a Jewish commonwealth without Mashiach. They never imagined such a situation. So therefore, they didn't have to plan for it and they didn't have to discuss the Sholosh But then he was asked, "Sat Rav, but why not include it in the Ramam, the Mishnah Torah? The Rambam writes in the Hakdavah in the Mishnah Torah that in fact, the goal of his incredible monumental work is to enable a person who wants to have a a short reading of the entirety of the Torah Shabbat as it relates to practical halacha, as it relates to halacha as it once was, relevant or not relevant, but all halacha is going to be found in the Mishnah Torah. The rabbi is confident, so confident of that fact that he says, that basically between the Tanakh and his work, you can know the entirety of the relevant aspects of halakha of Teresha Not just the practical halakha of today, but all halakha. So, if he's writing about halakha that applied when the Mesa English was standing, and when it, unfortunately, is no longer standing, then shouldn't he have included the mitz, as something, as a halakha, as something in there? says the Saddam <laughs> In fact, he did. He didn't include it in Mishnah Torah, it's true, but he included it in the Igerist Teman. In the Igerist Teman, the Ravnon discusses the Shoshuos, so he felt he didn't have to include it again in the Mishnah Torah. Whether or not this answer is satisfactory or not is irrelevant. But it provides a good context. And it happens to be interesting because today, I was looking at a chidah, and perhaps it's a testament to the fact that I haven't looked at enough of the chidah that this volume of my chidah, most of them were printed in, in Israel, in Chayyik Kazanish. but this, in Bnei Brak, but this instead it was printed in Ross Street. Anybody who grew up in High School knows Ross, Bedford Division. These are streets that are in Williamsburg. So I was surprised. I saw, wow, that's odd. And it happens to me, I turn to the next page. <coughs> Somehow, this safer of the Chidor is published by a Satan And he's got a whole page there behind the front piece decrying the death of the Rasha Bahag, of the Satan Rav and lauding the fact that he was battling all the fearists of the day. So I thought to myself, here in the middle of the Chidor, I have something about the Satan Rav. So interesting. So I'm rep- paying it forward. Here in the middle of Shabbat Shuvah, starting out, with something about the Shaloshuos. But it provides a context for what I'm about to say. What I'm about to say, I read in an essay published by Dr. Tzvi Leshem. Dr. Tzvi Leshem was a student of Fresh David Weiss and Livni, who died a couple of years ago. I cannot say I was a student. I simply went to learn many times by him while I was living in Israel. He came to us for meals, but we cannot say in any way that I was a student. But I benefited greatly during those times when he had uh, and I were both living literally within, within a few blocks of each other. Professor Halivni said the following story to, to uh, Dr. Leshin. So Professor Halivni, I remember when I was studying for Samikha at that time, and he asked me, Primagadams that I didn't know. I didn't know most of them, frankly. But he would make fun. He would say, like, I have to know every Primagadam. How do you how do you even say that you're studying for Smikad? You don't know the Primagadams. This was this was a favorite line by him. A person who a proud child prodigy who had attained like in the middle of the teenage years, who was an expert in the Primagadam. He was married to a woman named Tzipporah. Tzipporah was from Vishnu's dynasty. She was a daughter of the Vishnu's rabbi, I think it was a primeir and therefore she was, I think, a a brother. Uh, her brother was Yeshua Moshe, right? Moshe Yeshua HaGer, who was the Vishnu's rabbi named Bra. That's, I think, um, uh, the connection. But there was definitely some relation. But that's why at the the professor Halivni, both visions B'nai Brak rabbis, the two brothers, both came. It was an interesting Levaia. <coughs> In any event, Doctor Lesham was a real student of Professor Halivni, knew him for many many years, and he says that Halivni said the following to him. He said when they got they got married, because he had known Zipira, his wife, I think even before the war, but. They met again in Brooklyn College. Both of them, you know, were graduates of the of the Nazi uh schools, the Nazi concentration camps. And they they met again in Brooklyn College and they, they got married. And they went to Israel and they went to bin and they met the Shu's Mersha, and supposedly Shura's Mersha asked now, Livni, big genius, big prodigy, knows all of the premier garden. He said to him, the Rambam counts. A whole section in Sefer Al-Made, he made it into Hilchas Shuvah. Yeah, he has a whole thing, Hilchas Spends pages and pages on it, right? How come it doesn't appear, Hilchas Shuvah, in the Torah? How come there's no Hilchas in the Shulchan Arch? So, they said, I got all the Prima Gardens, but I have no idea. Why not? I never heard of such a question. Why is there no Hilchas Shuvah in the Torah, in the Shulchan Aruch? So the Shuas Mashiach said to them, because it's not Noeg vizman hazeb. Cue the laughter. Maybe everybody is sleeping. The point is that we don't have a Hilkha Shuvah in Torah the Shukhanach because of the fact that it's not Noeg vizman hazeb. All right. But I want to ask a stronger question. You see, the Ramas Shuva Shuvah was incredible. The Ramban, when it came out, it was incredible. The Ramban, in his defense of the Rambam, Sefer Ahmad mm-hmm. and the Murnah, who against the attacks of Avram and Ram and Ahar in 1263, ban. So he writes letters in defense of the Rambam. We have a few of these letters. And as part and parcel of his defense of the Rambam, <coughs> The, the the Ramban rights to Rabin Avramin Ahar, We don't know, we don't have, we don't find the words of Chuvin and the Talmud, except all spread out all over the place. Various different Alakas and Agar all over
1: there,
0: and it's not clear. We don't find anybody who put together Hilchas like the Rambam. He put it together so beautifully. Right, this is the Rambam at his apex, calling together, and putting it together in his own incredible organization. And that's what he did with Hilchas No one done it before. You got a ban for Ramada. Because you don't like to say the atariah, the first four chapters. What about Hilchah's Tshuva? So Hilchah's Tshuva was amazing. Hilchah's Tshuva, for the rat alone, says the Ramban, you should keep the book. Look at the favor that he's done to everybody who then uses Hilchah's Tshuva to go and figure out all the relevance and the resonance of Tshuva for us. <laughs> and yet, for all that, we do not find that the Ramam counts, there is a mitzvah to do tshuva. It's not a part of the 613. How could the paragon of tshuva, the person who put together Hiltha's tshuva, how could he not count the mitzvah of tshuva? Now you might say, what is the source? What is the proof that the Ram doesn't feel that there's a mitzvah of tshuva? So we can prove it. The Rambam writes like this. Tshuva is incredibly key. It's incredibly important. says the Raman in Parag Beis. Even though Tshuva and Tshuva are always fantastic, they're always great. But during the 10 days of Rosh Hashanah to Yom Kippur, it's even more important. That's even better. Why? Because Dishu Hashem, Bihim Matzai, Kirul B'yasek and then the Raman continues in the next halacha that Yom Kippurim, who's man Shuvah chol. This is the day of Shuvah for everybody. Yom Kippur is the day of Shuvah for everybody, for Yachid and for the rabbin. who cakes and that's the day when everything gets forgiven. Therefore, everybody's required to do Shuvah. Ule to say vidoy on Yom Kippur. The mitzvah of yom kippur starts and then you have to keep on saying vido all next day all the way as we know through the various different shemana etc. <coughs> says the Rambam that there is a mitzvah vido mitzvah vido yom kippur, the mitzvah vido yom kippur as you do it all these various different times, so he uses the word mitzvah in relation to bid. He doesn't use it in relation to chuva, Although he does say that on Yom Kippur, it is man tshuva for everybody, and everybody is required. The figure His fathers, everybody required to do tshuva and to do vidu on Yom Kippur. But what we see from here is only that there is a always an Indian to do chuva. But during the ten days, Yom Kippur is even more vital, even more important, it's easier. <laughs> and additionally, on Yom Kippur, but <laughs> <laughs> the Zman Chuvala the the writes that you're to do chuva. You're Chayev to do Vidur. Now, that require that obligation to do chuva to say Vidoy is not make it a mitzvah from the 613. It's an obligation, many obligations that exist, but it doesn't mean that it's from the biblical Tariag mitzvahs. What are, in fact, the mitzvahs that apply in your Kippur? Right? We have the, the mitzvahs I say of being this Anem, right? Fasting the various different Yinuyim that we learn out from that. We have the mitzvah of not working, and when the of English was around, we had the mitzvah of bringing the Karb musaf. we had the mitzvah of the Kayin, doing the Avedas hayyayim, all the Karbanas, all the doing all the tefillas, all the, all the things that the Kayin God will do on Yom Kippur. That is, we have all these four positive mitzvahs that one must do on Yom Kippur, but there is no mitzvah of doing Tshuva or doing Vidui on Yom Kippur, seemingly as a mitzvah of the 613. As we will see, it is a little bit more complicated than that. But for now, suffice it to say that there is no mitzvah of tshuva on Yom Kippur, according to the Ram. There's a chiyav of tshuva. There's a mitzvah vidui, which we will discuss. But there is only a chiyav of tshuva. There is no mitzvah from the Tayag mitzvahs to do tshuva on Yom Kippur. But it's actually more than that. You see, according to the Rambam, there's no mitzvah to do tshuva at all. Ever. It's not that there's no mitzvah on your kipper, there's never a mitzvah. Look at the Rambam, in the beginning of Hichas tshuva, the very first halach, says the Rambam, called Mizra All the mitzvahs in the Torah, whether it's an ase or if a person is over on one of them, purposefully, or if he's over on them, by accident. When that person does Shuvah, and he returns, he repents from his sin, such a person has to do Vido in front of HaKadosh Baruch And the Rama continues, and he says, The vidoy, that person does is the is aseh. Right, like we see by Pesach. Whoever is going to be mitzvah, the more. That's fantastic. That's wonderful. What is the actual vidoy? It's Right? So the person says, I sin. and I did blank, whatever the sin was And I'm very sorry for what I did. <coughs> and I'm um, very embarrassed. And I'm never going to come back to this. This is saying in words the three elements of tshuva. Right, number one. <coughs> I'm very sorry for what I did. I'm going to stop doing that. You have, you have the Nichamti oh, what I did. I'm very sorry. I'm very very sad about it. You have Kabbalah al I'm not going to do it again. And you're doing this verbally, that's the Vidur. So the, 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 the Rabbim is saying, if a person is going to be marvin, the Vidur is going to say more and more. <coughs> that's fantastic, it's wonderful. And you should know, says the Ram, that a person doesn't achieve the full Kabbalah. You have to say it in words. It's not enough that you just do whatever. Let's say you bring a carpet. It's not enough for that. You have to have the vidui form. You have to have that as part of parcel of what the of what the um, the tshuva process is. So, what do we see from here? We see from here that the Ram feels <coughs> that when a person is doing tshuva, he has to be and there is a mitzvah there is a mitzvah of, of vidui. What What is not here? It's that the Ram doesn't oh. say that there's a mitzvah of tshuva. Listen to the line again. The Ramah says, <laughs> Whether well, you have a mitzvah or not, or a if a person violates one of them, <laughs> whether well, purposefully or not, <laughs> when he does tshuva and it returns from his hate, <coughs> Then he's hired to do vidui, and that is the mitzvah saseh. So when he's doing chuva, he's hired to do vidui. He has that to mitzvah saseh. What do when he does chuva? Why do you say that he's hired to do tshuva? That's a mitzvah saseh to do chuva. And when the rabbin doesn't hold it, there's a mitzvah to do tshuva. You decide you want to do tshuva, then there's a mitzvah saseh to do vidui. And the vidu encompasses blah, blah, blah. It encompasses, you know, the Aziva and the Kabbalah, and then the Chaman, then on what a person has done in the past that he's not happy about. But it's not a mitzvah to do tshuva. When you do tshuva, there's a mitzvah to say vidui. That seems to be the simple reading of the Ramah. And the question that is begs the reader, is the pa- Ned who develops as Tshuva, the paragon of Tshuva, who's so precise in his verbiage all the time, couldn't do, include Mitzvah, <coughs> said to do Tshuva. What are we missing? And the question gets even stronger when you look <coughs> at what the rabbin does include. What does the rabbin actually include? It includes a Mitzvah of in mitzvah in Gimel, the Rambam says that there's a mitzvah he says the Rambam he and What is the mitzvah? You have a mitzvah to be mitzvah on all the sins that a person has committed. And to say them, in my with the chuva. With the chuva. <coughs> with the chuva. Again, what is being assumed? What is being assumed that you're doing chuva? And when you're doing Shuvah, you have a mitzvah, a chil, to say vidoy. That's vidoy devarim. And the mitzvah to be fired down what you said. So therefore, you have a mitzvah that you may make when you say the vidoy, which is dependent on you actually doing Shuvah. But Shuvah itself is not a mitzvah. Again, he should see v'anol is f'adis ala avodis v'hachatom sh'achatonof ne'akel v'lema ayisamim ha'chuvah v'zehu ha'vidoy This is the vidoy, is ishiyem r'anah Hashem. And a person should say he should be very verbose about it. right? That's what the Ram said in should say as much as he can say. It doesn't work. Carbonis without V you have to do the V. And the rabbam is very clear that there is a mitzvah vidui that a person has to do when he does shuva. Kishayasa right? Then he has to do vidui. But what the language over here is? Right? When do you say the vidui? When you're doing shuva. That's part of the shuva process. But the mitzvah sase is only on the vidui. There's no mitzvah sase. I'm doing the shuva. And the rabbam says. All types of advice, any mitzvah requires vidui. And that doesn't make a difference if you bring carbon times based not based always requires vidui. Vidui is a of itself. It's not dependent on the base of you to You always have to say vidui. A person always has to say vidoi whenever they do tshuva. That is a mitzvah, say, to say vidoi. What is not here is there's no mitzvah, say, to do tshuva. How can that be? How can the rabbin include the mitzvah of doing tshuva? I'm sorry, how can the rabbin call the mitzvah of doing vidoi as a mitzvah when throughout the work of Hilchas tshuva, there's no mitzvah to do tshuva? And it's for sure, because there are those that disagree, there are those who want to suggest that when the Rambam, the Rambam's vidur, is a, as we saw, includes all different elements of, of avoiding, of, of tshuva, right? Of avoiding the sin, and again, of being a kabbalah al-asid, of being nicham on what you did, feeling bad for it, and saying it verbally, that's the vidui. So there are those that want to suggest that, when the Rambam is saying the mitzvah that means that includes tshuva, that's obviously what he means. It's all the same thing. But as I said, I find it difficult to accept. Number one, because the language of the Rambam was that in in uh, in Base, the Rambam said that etc. There's only the word mitzvah was when it came to the Vida. There was no mitzvah when it came to the tshuva. And then in the beginning of Hilkos tshuva, the Rabbi said that all the mitzvahs that a person violates, he has to do tshuva for that. Says the Rabbi, the tshuva. Then chayav fadis. When a person does tshuva, when he returns from the sin, then his chayav but not before. And here you see, the mitzvah, mitzvah in gimel, The mitzvah is to be on the avonis and the and to say it with the chuva, with the chuva, Why isn't tshuba itself a mandate? Why does the man not do tshuba? So then there's no vidui. That would seem to be the logical takeaway from the Ramah. If there's no vidui, I'm sorry, if there's no chuva, there's no vidui. Tshuba comes. First, Tshuva is not required, it's not mandated, so then there's no vidui. The Rambam is clear that Vidur is only an element of Chuva. It is not Hainu In other words, those those Achrenim, those people who want to suggest that the Rambam really holds that Vidur is Chuva, it's really the same thing. They have a difficulty in the second parak of Hilchus Tshuva, the second halacha. The Rambam right. "So mahi at tshuva? What is actually chuva? The Rambam says he should yam zayv ha'chotei chetai. The the chotei has to abandon his sin. That's a zivas achet. The igmar believes by shelo yasei right, and he has to decide he's not doing it again. That's kabbalah l'asid. V'istacheni snachem asherover, and he has to be apologetic about the past. Right, so he has to have charata b'tzarf lezvadis b'sfasav. Then he has to also say this verbally. Elu has to say all this verbally. That's Vidoy. Those are the four aspects. Vida is one aspect. Mahyachuva. Chuvva includes four aspects. Vidoy, that the way the rabbi writes, does in fact potentially include all these four aspects in the Vidoy. But th- that's not what happens first. The first has to be the mindset that you're going to do chuva. The, there's no independent mitzvah of Vidoy. The vidoy only decides when you is the, is the explication, it is the way of bringing outside an aspect of Shuvah. Yes, it includes perhaps the four aspects of Shuvah in the vidui, but it is a, only the, the result, it is only the follow-through after a person has ready to decide to do Shuvah. And on Shuvah, there's a chiyah, sure, on Yom Kippur, you have to do it, but it's not Mitzvah's essay. The Mitzvah's essay is for the Vidui, not for the Tshuva. So those who want to suggest that the Rambam holds that vidui and Tshuva are really the same thing, they're sick, because look at the vidui; it includes all the four aspects. But then the, the Rambam should say the Mitzvah is Tshuva. vidui, which includes all the four aspects, it's an explication of that, but the Mitzvah is the Tshuva. Vidui is the, is the consequence when somebody has actually done the Ziva Sachet. They have had karata and they have a Kabbalah Allah. So then they put it out in public, they put it out verbally, what they have reached in their mind, their conclusions in their mind. They, then they put out publicly, that's the Vidu. It's the end of the Chuva process, not the beginning of the Chuva process. Why is it that the Ram doesn't include the Mitzvah of Chuva, which is the beginning of the beginning of the process, <coughs> and the entirety of the process, rather than discussing the apex of the process, the Vidug, which is which is at the end of the Chuva process. This question of how could it be that the Ramam doesn't include Hilchash as a mitzvah and part of the 613 is a question that bothered many people. This is not a new question. What I would like to do is share <coughs> one answer from the Meshachach, and then share three answers of my own so start with the Meshachachma and um, maybe before we start with the Meshachachma to first mention that as I said this question or this idea that the Ram doesn't hold that there is a mitzvah of tshuva in general let alone Yom Kippur <coughs> who's known as many of the and many of them toiled in the what? Not necessarily in the why. For example, if you look at the Minchaschenuch, a big arifus, the chinuch who goes to the a lot like the Rambam, over here, actually feels that the Mitzvah Vida, which is a Mitzvah, he feels that it's a Bittu that if you're not going to do Vida in your Kippur, your Mammah Shabbat, that's not what the Rambam writes. The Rambam doesn't say that at all. But the chinuch does say that. But the Minchaschenuch, a big arifus there, notices that the Rambam he takes the Yugam that we just made in the first and second problem there in Hichas Shuvah, and he says it's clear the Ram doesn't hold it. there's a mitzvah of tshuva. <coughs> A mitzvah of either is not a mitzvah of tshuva. And the Minchas says, How could this be? Says the Minchas chenuch, because it must be <coughs> that doing Shuvah is like giving a get. Is giving a get part of 613 mitzvahs? Yes. Not giving a get, but giving a get. That is a joke inlaid with a joke. So the point being that one doesn't have a mitzvah to give his wife a get. However, if one is deciding to give his wife a get, then one has a mitzvah to do it with a shtar, to do it with a shema. These (coughs) are the way you get a kosher get these are mitzvah kiyumises. these are not mitzvah kiyuvises. it's not a situation where you have a mitzvah to do tshuva, when you do tshuva it's the appropriate way to do it you do it with with vidui, but the mitzvah itself is not a mitzvah of tshuva this is the approach to the mitzvah Rav Cook writes similarly I was looking you know Rav Cook is very impossible to understand, right? The Hebrew was just so incredible. Ben Yehuda, who put together the first dictionaries for the proto-state of Israel, for the first and second Aliyah, the people who had made Aliyah, they needed something to be able to speak for the twenty uh, for the twentieth century. So Ben Yehuda wasn't exactly a big observer of the commandments, although legend has it there, Cook thought that. It, he had a heratchuva because I think Mark Kedushin tells us, right? Somebody can it was a Russian governor, but he says, marry me on a condition that that I'm a tzaddik. So it's a uh, Mikudeshus, right? Why? Because he could have had Heratsuva. So so I think I think the story goes there if Cook you know told him, like, you know, um, they told ache right? like, come back. And he said, like an Fsher, Efsha, and then he had like a heart attack and he died they've cooked on. maybe that was a hair so the the point is is that ben Yehuda would come with his very hard words trying to figure out how to you know use tanakh how to use mishneh kibur how to use the gemara to figure out words to bring it the the people living in the state of israel or what was before the state living in palestine living in in the in the under the british rule how they could make the people be able to speak in and related to modern era of that of their time. So he'd bring his words and have discussions. Rav Cook was, you know, not just the buck in all of Tanakh, but in all of Shash. But like the man's ability, his lexicon, his lexical abilities were so amazing, and perhaps he was, you know, one of the few that would speak to him, um, that he would go over his words with him. So Rav Cook, in all of his poetic languages, it's so difficult to understand him. You see that he how he plays around with the words, the words he creates. It's it's almost for me, trying to learn of cook initially, even today, is incredibly difficult. You have to have somebody who's an expert, somebody who's um spent the time to help you walk you through what he's trying to get at. But that's only for his poetic works. The regular rabbinic works, the childish and the the works on, on Halakha, etc. that it's basics, basic rabbinic Hebrew. There's nothing, nothing highfalutin about that kind of Hebrew. So he has a child shuba on. It's called Mishpat Koyed. Goes through a, the same uh, organization as the Rabbam with was on on the various different svarm uh, from the Mishnah Torah. So there, there was a question. Somebody was asking him about lavin to is Without getting into the details of that. It was Rabbi Tzvi from, I think, from from London. Um, so he responds and points out that the chida. And now I'm explaining to you how I was started this morning, why I was looking at the chida and the front piece and seeing that it was printed on Ross Avenue, and seeing that it was uh, the Satmar I was led to it by the mishpatkayn from Rav Cook. Rav Cook writes that the chida assumed that when the Rambam writes that there's a mitzvah vidu, that's referring to tshuva, it's the same thing. And he says, I disagree. He says, he doesn't quote the mitzvah's but the same reasons, the same that we mentioned before, that you look at the Rambam, it seems very distinct between the mitzvah of which is the tzvah, which is the expression of chuva, versus tshuva itself, which is at the beginning of a process, which there is no mitzvah for. This is the Kasha, the Rav Kook, writes on the Chidah, and he says, he doesn't say the why for the Rambam, but he says the what is clear. Tshuva is very Tshuva is very important, Tshuva is vital, it's critical for sure. But a mitzvah from the 613, it's not, it doesn't explain the why, but it explains the what. So now I'd like to try to explain the why. And the first answer we'll give is the Meshach and then I'll give three answers of my own. The first, according um, to the Meshach we have Famous Meshachachma, but the reason I'm doing it quoting Meshachma is because last week, Shoshana, everybody quotes the Meshachma about o Shoshana uh, falling out on Shabbos and not blowing Schaefer. So I didn't want to quote the Meshachma because everybody else was going to quote it. So I make up for it now. Quoting the Meshachachma, um, maybe if anybody's familiar with well, the Mishnah quotes, the Meshachma once, uh, uh, you know, sort of a, a bit of a bit of humor there, um, so. What does the Meshachachma say? He's bothered by the same question. How could the Rambam not include the mitzvah of tshuva as part of the 613 mitzvahs? And remember, maybe it's important to say is before we say the Meshachachma, that the Rambam is not the only opinion of the matter. If you look at the Rambam and the Svarna, Pashen and Southern, they both say that there's a mitzvah of tshuva. The the, the rabban writes that what the pasuk says he returned to Hashem, this is tshuva. This is a mitzvah of tshuva. The shfaran writes the same over there. The drasha the and the sixth drasha the drasha of the of Saran writes the Rad tells us that the tshuva has two tayelas. One is kaparas hakatoyim. Two taysefes chusim and Says the Ran, Kim Levash, Shah, Chuvah, Mechapersa, Venus, he mitzvah saseh, men at Torah. Chuvah's a so, mitzvah saseh. We all know our many says the mitzvah saseh. Many we hold that Chuvah's a mitzvah saseh. It's not like a situation where the Ramban, <clears throat> um would be going off on a limb by saying that there's a mitzvah of Chuvah. There's clearly a mitzvah of Chuvah, according to many we What is interesting is the Ramad who says that there is a mitzvah of Chuvah. Doesn't include it in the shikhs. You would have thought that if he holds that there's really a mitzvah shuvah he should have included it in the shikhais, but he does not include it in the shikha. I don't know what the answer to that is, but clearly this commentary of the She says that there is a mitzvah I say to do shuva. And we have many other shirts we just mentioned who feel the same. So how could it be, how could it be that the Rabbim doesn't feel the need to count Shuva as a mitzvah I say, not on your kipper, not during the rest of the never. Says the Meshachakma. The Meshachachma writes, this is the Meshachachma, the Meshachachma says like this, the Meshachachma suggests that maybe Tshuva is very critical. It says the Meshachachma, Tshuva is so critical, it's vital that that it's sort of um, the 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 Meshachachma's language is that what Tshuva is, is sheyashimikisalech ta'ayid, what is the person doing when he, is, when he is being shoved? What is the person doing when he does tshuva? He's going to stop, what? Doing one of the 613 avayris. What is Chuva for? Is tshuva a, a, a mitzvah that exists on its own? No, Chuva is there to help for the 613. When a person has done something wrong, what is missing? chuva? No, what's missing is start keeping the 613. What is missing was the violation of the 613, and what needs now to be upkept is the 613. So Shuva is not independent because we're not telling you that what you should start doing is doing something independent of the 613. The taragmis is whatever you violated. That was the problem. What needs to be redone now is to start upkeeping start from in the 613. So therefore suggest the Meshik The the the, the, the Meshik Achma also suggests that the whole point is that the Azhar here is that you shouldn't sit anymore. Stop violating it. Return. Return what? Return to the 613. Start doing them. So therefore, you don't have to count the mitzvah of Shu as a separate independent mitzvah. Because the whole idea of it is not independent. The whole idea of it is that now you should start going and adhering to the mitzvahs. So therefore, mitzvah doesn't get its own independent count. That's the approach of the Meshachach. That will explain the rabbi why he doesn't give the mitzvah of tshuva as a separate mitzvah within the 613. That's what it is. I like to answer that, i the, the Meshachach, but a little bit different. So there's no mitzvah in the tairah to use your brain. There's no mitzvah in the Torah to breathe, right? There's no mitzvah in the Torah on things that are fundamental, things that are foundational, things that are basic. People want to use this and explain why the Rambam doesn't hold the mitzvah of Yishev as part of the 613, because it's so fundamental, it's so foundational. Maybe, maybe not. But what is clear is the Rambam and Encherich says, that he's not going to count Tom t'im which the Ramad does count. He's not going to count to you. He's not going to give his to He's not going to count certain things that he said underpin the entirety of the Torah. Kadeshim to you should be holy. It's not a specific mitzvah. It implies every single moment of every single day. Tomtiam Hashem should always be wholesome in that kaddish Baruch. It doesn't apply at a specific time. That is, there are certain mitzvahs that underpin the entirety of the Torah. They don't have an independent existence. They exist with every mitzvah, they exist with every breath, they exist with every fiber of our being. For that kind of a level of a mitzvah, we're not going to make it a prati sticker thing. That kind of a mitzvah is so vital, so fundamental, so encompassing, that it encompasses everything. There's simply nothing independent that we can sort of cut out and say this is applicable on a Monday. It's always applicable. So those kind of things, I'm not going to count as mitzvahs. I'm not going to count that as part of the six thirteen. And you know, <coughs> perhaps if we could suggest that that is chuva. Tshuva is so fundamental to our being. The Gemara and the Dharm tells us that there were seven things that were created before the world. There was Torah, there was Chuva, there was Gan Eden, there was Gehenim. there was the Kisiyah cover there was the Beis And there was the Shreish LaMashiach. This matters this is one iteration, one version. There's many, many iterations, many, many versions of this matters that appear in Chazal. But Tshuva appears in all of them. Tshuva was created before the world of Mezrash tells us. that HaKadosh who wanted to create the world, and he saw that it's not able to be miskayim. The world cannot exist until Tshuva. Without Tshuva, the world cannot exist. It was only when Hashem decided to be, create the ability to be shav, that was the only way the world was able to now be miskayim. That was the only way the world can exist. The world only exists because of Chuva. Without Tshuva, there will be no world. Shuva is fundamental to existence itself. The Gemara tells us that in the end of Yuma that Gdalo Chuva, Shuva is so great, Shuva is so amazing, Shuva is so all-encompassing. Gadilo Chuva, which is Mah Magyad keeps ha- that Shuva is Dirkloy dech- is- et- Sash Bateras, be- Makeravis me- le- G u- u- l- It's good. is so great that it's the of nasa gishgurgias. Another Madama says it's Nasaka Zachyas. Shuva is Marekh Nursa adams Shuva is ma- arek- sh- n- s- unbelievable. is amazing. Without Shuva, the world cannot exist. Without Shuva, we cannot exist. Shuva is so foundational, so fundamental that it cannot be counted as a part of the like mitzvah. It is too important, it's too vital, it's too foundational, it's too fundamental. If this is correct, then that would explain why the Rabbi can't count it as part of the 613. And I believe I have an right to my position. And that is, if you look at Sherish Dal, the Rambam doesn't just give the examples I gave before about Kodesh and Tamtim Hashem Lekech, and etc. the Rambam gives one more example, says the Rambam. And you know what else is so fundamental? Umizeh from this idea that whatever is so foundational, fundamental, not going to count as a separate project, like a Mitzvah, it's gam like Amru, it will also bring in that posseg of Amaltim, Es Erla We'll also bring in the idea of cutting off the foreskin of your heart, which we spoke about on Shabbos. If you remember, some weeks ago, <coughs> what does it mean to cut off the foreskin of your heart? Doesn't mean to have open heart surgery, right? Then Gemara says in Shabbos, "How do you know milas ba'aisim makayim?" Right? Maybe it should be mila be'leiv, mila So the Gemara has all the rights that the Gemara has there. But the point is, "The is understood as a as a metaphor. You should cut off the foreskin of your heart. You should be doing tshuva. You should remember everything that he said all from the mitzvahs. You should keep them. Don't be such an action. The whole idea is tshuva. I would like to suggest to you that the Rambam is telling you here in Sheresh Dalin. It is so foundational to the term, we don't count it as a separate mitzvah. That is the mitzvah of Tshuva, that is so foundational, It is so fundamental, therefore we cannot count it as a pratishtikah mitzvah. If that is correct, then that would explain why Vinoy gets only a separate explication. It is the culmination of a successful Tshuva process. It is a requirement as part of the Tshuva process, but doing Tshuva itself, Cannot be counted as a mitzvah. It is too important. It is too vital. It is too fundamental. That is our second answer. I'd like to suggest a third answer. The third answer is predicated on the following idea. The Gemara tells us, before we get to the Gemara, just point out another Ramam. The Ramam writes in the second paragraph, the first halofa, in the second paragraph of the Shuvah, the Ramam says, how do you know? What is Shuvah Gemara? What is real, true, total, Tshuva, says the rabbi, that <coughs> Somebody who has a situation that comes back to him, the thing that he previously violated. And if and he's able to do that over again. He doesn't do it, right? He doesn't do that. Why? Because of Chuva. Let me hear of Let me Kishan, not because he's too old, not because of fear, what others might say. What's the example of <coughs> somebody who's inappropriate? And he really wants to do that again. He has the ability to do so. And it's in the right place, in the right time. And he doesn't. This is about Shuvah Gamor. That is to say, the litmus test to know if you have really done full Shuvah is to put yourself into a situation that, in effect, would be testing out to see whether or not. You'll be able to withstand. So, everything has to be the same. If it's not the same, if it's not that kind of level of passion, if it's not that kind of level of deserves that that kind of level of ability, then if the ardor is diminished, if the age is diminished, if the place is diminished, if everything is diminished, then you're not going to know if you have about tshuva gemurah. If you're not going to know if you really did true and, true and total chuva. so that by definition means that the greater about you it becomes the more and more he's going to be pushing himself away from such a madness how do i know that Gemara tells us son Sanhedrin? that the the uh, uh, story they were going on from david hammelah remember who the my rap lord of the i the and a person that put himself into a situation of misery cherry david hammelah why because david hammelah what happened he was annoyed the the passage tells us the the tells us the the david why does not it say like king david why doesn't it include me? After all, I am very good. And Hakonez broke responds response to David because they were tested. So David no says, test me. And the passage tells us, immediately what happened afterwards was the story of Bathsheba, where David failed. Where David failed in a very colossal way. And therefore, it doesn't say on the K-David. We only say on the K-A-P-R-B-K-I-S-L-V-K-Y-A-K-R-B. Says the You're not allowed to put yourself into a nisayin. We daven every day, ledei every day. We ask Hashem every single day not to put us into a test. We ask Him every single day not to put us into a test. We're not allowed to put ourselves into a test. Don't ask me questions in the morning beginning of a about the rabbis, they should go by the base says you go by the base of the gemara or the gemara Brochus, The reason about tachatol. These are questions not for right now. But the basic premise is you don't put yourself into a test. The person is about tshuva. The more person becomes about tshuva, the less and less he's going to put himself in front of a test. The less and less he's going to put himself in front of a test. It's never going to happen. You're ever going to find out if you're about tshuva Gomor it's never going to happen. You're going to find out if you're about tshuva Gomor. So you have to include a mitzvah as part of the six thirteen. If the kei mitzvah in its fullest capacity is never going to be possible. This perhaps would explain why the Rabbah doesn't want to count. The mitzvah of Chuvah as part of the 613. A mitzvah that doesn't have the ability to have a real kill, unless the terrible situation is happening where somebody's in exactly the same kind of matzvah again, that is cannot be included as part of the 613 mitzvahs. I'd like to share with you a fourth answer, my own answer as well. And this, I'm not going to make the argument that is 100% clear that the Ramahul is like this. Number one, (coughs) if you know about Sephardic, as opposed to Ashkenazic alchetz, you know that the Sephardic alchetz are much more um, engaged in terms of the details and the the delineation of the problems that a person has. The Ashkenaz Alchets, for all their verbosity, for all their specificity, don't even come close. (coughs) <coughs> the Gemara has a machlekas in the end of Yerushalmi and Yuma how much does a person have to be specific about their Averis Rabbi Yudem says you have to be specific because Major HaMasera said oh, amaze. Right? so it was very specific what they did wrong Rabbi Kiva says no 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 you don't have to be specific at all Baruch, is the Mikveh <coughs> you don't have to be specific the Torah Paskins like the Rabbi Akiva. The Shulchan also passes pretty much like Rabbi Akiva, but he says in private, it's not going to be pirate, there are more rights than our al-cheit, our Asham, our Vidui, is just Nusach HaTzefillah. That's not called Pirate Akiva at all. But you're saying, no, Boga, no, this, that, that's just Nusach that that's the Matbih HaTzefillah, that's not Pirate Akiva. And it's not required. But the Ram doesn't hold that. The Rambam actually holds that Piruch is required. The Ram holds like a really and Seems to require a real Piruch Khatam. In fact, the Rambam also goes against the grain. We normally say that Yitzhu Mishrem is Mechapur. But the Rambam degrades that. Instead of saying Yitzhu Mishrem is Mechapur, he says Yitzhu Mishrem is Mechapur shavim Only if somebody did Tshuva Yitzhu Mishrem Mechapur. He didn't have to say that. it has become very bothered. Why did he say that? Why did he force himself into that position? So what I'm about to say is not necessarily the pshat of the Rambam, but it is, I think, a potentially good pshat. I want to be self-aware, right? You know the joke. They went to the Sui Dei Why? they said to him, how come you're not so into the brisketari? Since I'm very into the brisketary. Brisketary is fantastic. It's wonderful. It's amazing. But the position of the Rambam, it's not. Right? So I want to be self-conscious and say, I think what I'm about to say is a very good shot to explain why the mitzvah of chu is not counted as part of the 613 mitzvahs, but I think it's not necessarily possible to say this in the Rambam. The Rambam is very clear that he wants real Pirkhat. It's clear that he wants that he wants to have a person to be shav on, on your kip in order to have you to my So I'm not 100 percent convinced, but maybe we could nevertheless say it in the Rambam, but certainly you can say it generally, that is. We have a chiv of tshuva, very nice. But we have no mitzvah chuva, tshuva, not part of the 613. Why not? The reality is, we don't require pure period We don't... You say vidoy, you say vidoy, whatever the crowd is saying, you say it with them, just to my shall feel That's enough! I mean, that's enough? That's not real vidoy. That's okay, don't worry about it. We don't need real vidoy. We don't need real vidoy? What kind of tshuva do we need? The answer is, we don't need real tshuva either. Real tshuva is something... That is very, very difficult to attain. Think of it as a, an atomic reaction. If you're familiar with atomic reactions, right? If you got to take two atoms, you can either do it like a fusion, you can, you can either bring them together or you can pull them apart. Either way, you can create massive, enormous amounts of energy. The same is true with chuva. chuva on the realest level is like a Lozabender diet kind of chuva, right? It's so searing an experience, it destroys the person. One of them, maybe they 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 even lose their life. But they come out totally changed, like of Avihu on the Akeda. it doesn't come down. Where? Where was it? Where's that? Fire? The, the 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 ashes from Yitzhak's Akeda are burning. Everyone sees the smoke. What? What's the smoke? Yitzhak wasn't. What well, I mean? Where does it say that Yitzhak came down from the Akeda? He never came down. What do you mean? Never came down? We know he. Who? We read told us he's around. Kaisar. What do you mean? He, the answer is Yitzhak never came down from the Akeda. Sure, he was living a life, but it wasn't the normal life. He was living a different world life. Going on that cave, was an absolute mind-bending, life-changing, earth-shattering experience. That is what chuva really demands of a person. <coughs> and this, the Torah is not demanding of us. The reason why tshuva is not part of the 613 is because we're not asked for it at all. We're not asked to do that kind of a level of chuva. Sure, that's out there. Sure, that's a tshuva that's great, but that's not a tshuva that's demanded. The tshuva that's demanded is not a real major tshuva at all. The same way that a vidu is not a real major vidu at all. It's just chaplah. You say it, you say it with everybody else. You don't have to have the period, you don't have to remember all the sins, you don't have to be very specific. No, you don't need it. We pass garbia Kiva. This is the greatest gift of HaKadosh Baruch Hu to us is that we do not need to do that kind of searing, life-changing, earth-shattering experience. In order to get a Karpariyam, shayem is Meshayem, even if we're not shav. All we need is to engage in an iterative process, a little bit of growth, a little cleanness itsy-bitsy, nothing, a little tiny little piece. And that's enough. The not counting, the mitzvah of chuva as a mitzvah in the 613 is the greatest gift and the biggest matonah to the Jewish people. We're not looking for massive, earth-shattering experiences. We're simply looking to grow a little bit more than we did last year. Take a step. Take a small step. That's all we're being asked to do. We're not being asked to do major tshuva. We're not being asked to do major vidur. We're just simply being asked to do a little bit more than we did last year. And in that way, we should be zekha to have all the refus and all the pandas and all the health and nachas from our children, from ourselves. We should be safe. Be, you, may we have a minute, a good chance.